Thank you for tuning in to our podcast recorded live each week. Now sit back and enjoy the award-winning Tony Sanders Outdoor Show. Tighten your life vest, wrap into your tree stand, and get ready for the award-winning Tony Sanders Outdoors. Your source for outdoor information, education, and entertainment. Now, here are your hosts, Tony Sanders and Rob Pratula. I believe that's our cue. I believe it is. We're live. We are. From the banks of the beautiful Tennessee River. Right here in Boogie Town, Chattanooga, Tennessee. How are you doing? Doing well. How about yourself, sir? I am having a ball. It is early Saturday morning. It has been a wonderful week from the standpoint of the temperature has been cooler. I'm not going to say cool. Cooler. Definitely. Which means, I mean, we've had highs in, what, 60s, which has been kind of nice. I mean, lows in the 60s, not highs, lows. Yeah, and I think uh, twice this week we set a, and I know this is an oxymoron, a record high low. Yes. Uh, we We had highs in the 70s. Which was nice because, you know, this time of year, normally we're... In the hundreds and seventies. Right. And 99% humidity. Yeah. I'm sorry. I just noticed our, our red light is now not. It's white with a very nice lampshade. Oh. <laughs> you know what that means? You know what that means? All right, Gene, you know what that means? Some diva whined on the radio, and they had to put a stupid lampshade over the light bulb to tone it down. Oh. That that diva could only have been Brian Joyce. That's the only one I can think of. I would agree with that. and, and <laughs> I will, I, I've got a funny story about that I do. I've, I have a colleague who came in and was t- singing the praises of WGOW. She's a very big listener and she was asking me oh that she said that brian joyce is just great and i'm like okay yeah well you know what's going on down there who you know i love every show on there i said do you listen to our show she goes oh no i don't get up that early (laughs) and i said you should really listen to our show i said we're probably you know one of the better shows on wgow because you know we're live every saturday we take calls we, you know, we we are avid outdoorsmen, and we talk about what we love, and it comes across on the radio. And she said, oh, I'm not getting up that early, especially on a Saturday. But I listened to everybody else, and she was singing the praises of, <laughs> of, of, you know, of every other show, Fred the Show, uh, Sport Talk, all these people. I said, why don't you get up this Saturday and listen? I, I made her a child. I said, why don't you get up and listen this Saturday? She said, oh, yeah, like that's going to happen. So you, you think the chances of her listening right now are pretty slim? Yeah. Okay. Slim to none, but yeah. <laughs> she can always go to Facebook and catch a Facebook Live. True. So we can wave to everybody. Uh, she can always catch a podcast. Mm-hmm. She doesn't have to get up at 5 a.m. to come listen to the show. She can hear the show later. Which a lot of people are starting to do. So, yeah, I just I I get the same thing. I get several people. I'm not getting up there. Okay, okay, don't. I don't care. <laughs> go to Facebook. Go to the podcast. 
Listen to it. Mm-hmm. All right. So what's happening today? Show prep. Um, I was having computer troubles, and now I've got my show prep. Well, we've got uh, lots of stories. Um, we've got we've got some idiot outdoors. Cool. I, I don't know if you want to hit that now or no, not. No, no, no. It's, it's too early for idiots outdoors. Uh, we've got a really sad story. All right. I don't know if you want to hit that one. Um, was this the drowning here local? Yes, a okay. lo- local drowning, and it's sad in, in that I personally think it probably could have been prevented. Um, let's see here. Uh, there we go. Uh, a 20, the body of 27-year-old Christopher Goodline of Ultawa was recovered. Divers recovered Goodline in around 10 feet of water at about 6.15 p.m. Um, it was earlier this week. I believe it was Wednesday. Goodline disappeared uh, after tipping his kayak and falling in the water. The incident took place at Harrison Bay State Park, and TWRA received a phone call just after 3 o'clock p.m. Uh, Goodline and his girlfriend were swimming and kayaking in a very popular swimming area near Harrison Bay State Park Marina. Witnesses said that Goodline was about 20 yards from shore, fell into 10 feet of water, and then he began to struggle. A Harrison Bay Park ranger and an off-duty police officer, along with several others, entered the water and tried to save Goodline. The man went under and did not resurface. The man was not wearing a life jacket. Uh, those responding were TWA. Does it say whether he had a life jacket? It does not say whether he had one or not, but um, I think the key here is if you're on a kayak and you kayaks are notoriously tippy, wear a life jacket. You know, there, there's, a, there's a lot, and, and we never, ever make light of, tragic situations if it's local. <laughs> I've heard about that caveat. We've probably made a lot of a few people over the past 12 years. Yeah. Um, this is a, a horrible thing, and I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm not going to say anything negative or anything like that. That's not what I'm going after here uh, because we know uh, his body is in the funeral is going to be at Silverdale. He was a graduate of Silverdale Academy, which we've helped to raise money for their athletic department for – 11 years now through Sportsman's Warehouse Dream Tournament and other things that we've done, wild game dinners that we do over there for the last 10 years. We've got a good relationship with Silverdale Baptist uh, and may have even met this young man at some time time throughout all this. Um, This is a really different situation in my mind. There was no trauma uh, it's not like he hit his head on rocks or anything like that. He was in relatively shallow water from the standpoint of, of, of a lake, 10 feet. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was 20 feet, 20 yards, I mean, from shore, which means the park ranger and the police officer probably were in his area in matter of moments. Correct. I mean, 60 yards, I mean, it's 20 yards, 60 feet does not take long to cover. No. In, in swimming. Uh, so you had all these situations, um, and this guy unfortunately loses his life tragically and, and there's not any indication of why there's no, I mean, there's other than drowning, there's no trauma. No. And it's, it's a horrible situation. You've got to be safe 
things can go wrong so quickly. One of the big things, and, and, and this is a, kind of the same thing, my my grandson, when I give him a bath, has got this thing. He likes to stand on the side of the tub. And every time I'm like, don't do that, you're going to slip and fall. Step over that. And every time he stands up on the side of it, and I keep telling him, and just a couple of days ago, um, I'm holding on to him as he's getting out, and what happens? He slips. Mm-hmm. And if it hadn't been for me, he would have popped his head really hard, Yeah, and it spooked him. And I said, see, all these things that I tell you is not to make you mad or to restrict you from doing anything. It's to keep you safe when when that bad thing goes bad. Right. And this guy was in a kayak. I think his girlfriend was in a kayak with him. And in just a matter of an instant, he's dead. Mm-hmm. It's just it's just you can't play with this stuff. And uh, and this one is just this one is so much different because there was no collision on a jet ski. There was no you know hit a log and got thrown out. There's none of that. No trauma. There he just tipped over. And even even if you hit your head on the kayak, you're not going to generally hurt yourself. It's a kayak's a plastic floating thing so it's just sad that that this did happen and i mean it i think the takeaway from this is that had he been wearing a life vest he probably would not have drowned and you know yeah people don't like to wear the life vest wear the life vest it's not that hard just wear it and I don't know. Maybe, you know, like you said, and I've been on boats the same way you have. You have that trolling motor down in the front. It hits a log. The boat comes to a stop, but you're still in motion. Yeah, it's that, that, and whole, you go, that and, whole momentum thing. Yeah, you go head over teacups right in the front. And if the water's cold, let's say you're fishing a winter tournament, you're entering, let's say, you know, 40, 30-degree water. That's, you know, going to shock you real quick. So if you don't have a vest on, you know, it, things can turn south real fast, and I think that's what happened here. Had he been wearing a, a life vest, I don't think we would have this story. And, I mean, I hate to say it, but, I mean, this could be a really good wake-up call for people. Wear your life vest. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I just, I hate, I hate, I hate losing someone that young mm-hmm. who was out having a good time on our waters. Right. And... So it's just it is just it's to me it's a tragedy and I hope that we learn from it I really do. Um, and and hats off to TWRA, the uh, Hamilton County Sheriff's Office, EMS, uh, the uh, Special Tactics and Rescue Service of the uh, Hamilton County uh, Sheriff's Department or Hamilton County, Tennessee, Dallas Bay Fire and Rescue and Highway Fifty Eight. They all responded to this. Uh, and they, and they they recovered the guy very quickly, um, mm-hmm. just a matter of hours. Uh, so just really, just a, I hate I just hate losing somebody like that. It's it it truly is a tragedy. And what I think is also, I don't want to say I don't want to get too morbid this early, but apparently we've gone there. TWA now has an ROV. Two. We bought another one. 
two. Okay, let me update my my statement. TWA has two ROVs, underwater uh, submarines, for lack of better with term, cameras. with cameras, mm-hmm. so they can locate bodies in deeper water mm-hmm. and then recover them for the family. Which, you know, that's great for the family, but a lot of this could have been been easily prevented if you wore a life jacket. Yeah, we actually and we just we bought just bought a second one. April, May, I don't remember when we just, I mean, we just did it. Matt Majors, who, a good friend of mine who lives locally, who is the chief investigator for TWRA, uh, came up and did a presentation to the commission about what we do. They're not cheap. I mean, um, it, it was a combination money from the federal government, Homeland Security, because we use it for, other than body recovery, we use it for inspections of, of dams and bridges and, in the sense of security, we use it for making sure that no one's. Uh, I mean, when 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 we had um, uh, Vice President Pence here, uh, and he did not cross any water, but if he had crossed any water, TWRA would have been responsible for securing the water areas mm-hmm. where he was crossing and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So you had all that. All that, so we bought it, but it, I want to say it suckers almost. Three hundred thousand mm-hmm. dollars for the one that we have, uh, and the one, or the one we bought. Yeah, and I think the one we had is about that. And we we have both now. We're now they're now deployed or there will be deployed in um, opposite ends of the state. Well, I mean, it's good that you have it from that aspect, but it's bad that you have it for the use of finding the body. Yeah, and um, I think he. I don't remember the number, so I'm not going to make a number up. But they did give a statistic of how many recoveries have been made using the one that we had when they were presenting buying the new one. So, I think it's you know it it, it is a tragedy, and I hope somebody takes something from this. So, yeah, I agree. I agree. Well, hopefully, when we come back, we'll have some. Maybe we better go to the. We got a new uh, state record, and we got some uh, gun news as well. Gun news. What's in the gun news? What did I miss? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll talk about that. And I got a question, and and I want I want people to. This is a serious question, and I want people to call in. I'm gonna, I'm gonna make you call in. I don't know how I'll do that, but I'm going to. How many guns is too many? And I'm not asking that from the standpoint of the idiot gun control people and all that. That's not what I'm asking. I've got. A bunch of hunting rifles. Do I need a bunch of hunting rifles, really? That's that's my question. And it's a legitimate question. Again, it's not in an anti-gun question mode. It's like uh, anti-hoarder mode. How many guns do I need? Well, you're asking the wrong person because I can help you justify each and every one of them. So, yeah, our callers need to call in. We'll be right back. Like a good neighbor is not just a saying. It exactly describes my friend, Rodney Allen. For nearly 20 years, my family has relied on Rodney for all of our insurance needs. He's been there when my kids were learning to drive, when my wife had been hit by a few deer, and when I needed life insurance to protect my family, as well as when my grandson was born. As you can see, he's not just our agent. He's part of our life. Rodney Allen, 423-847-3881. Like a good friend, Rodney will be there for your family, too. 423-847-3881. 
Beatty's Fertilizer in Cleveland, Tennessee are the experts when it comes to lush green lawns. If you're a homeowner, Beatty's has everything you'll need for preparing and maintaining your lawn this spring. They can recommend products designed for this area and provide you with knowledge to have a lawn that is the envy of all your neighbors. If you're a lawn care company owner, Beatty's can formulate special blends for your customers by the pallet. Go to the pros at Beatty's Fertilizer, 472-5491, 472-5491, and check them out at Beatty'sFertilizer.com. Spring will soon be here, and you know what that means, grilling and barbecues. You can get everything you need at Don's Meat Shop, 6408 Dixon Pike. Don has steaks such as T-bone, porterhouse, ribeyes, and many, many more. You can pick up kebabs, chicken, burgers, pork chops, roasts or fish, and try out their seafood. Be sure to try their summer sausage snack sticks. Don has quality meats and great cooking advice, so give them a call at 423-842-1256. Don's is open six days a week, closed Tuesdays. Check them out at donsmeatshop.com, and be sure to like them on Facebook. I started out with a 410 and moved to a 20 gauge. See, this is how you get too many guns. I started with a 410. Then I got a 410-22. And then I got a 12 gauge. And then 50 years later, <laughs> got a bunch. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's, how that's an accurate statement. Yeah. I'll say that right now. Let's go to Tim. Hey, Tim, how you doing? Hey, I'm doing great. Good morning, sir. Good morning. I was just calling in to make a comment about uh, how many guns are too many. All right, now, and this, uh, Tim, just uh, so everybody knows, this is a serious question I have because you know I I go every every week and hi, I'm Tony. I have a gun problem. <laughs> hi, Tony. <laughs> so this is a serious question. I'm ready. It's kind of like tools; you can get too many. I go on a rule of thumb. I'm an armed guard, okay. and I'm way to a post. Uh, I've developed a system for not only uh, duty guns, I'm certified two calibers, 9 and 40, but also for concealed carry. I've got a certain size with the cover shirt, then some appendix carry with the stud nose, and then pocket carry with 380. And then I'm into shotguns, so I actually own one of the new Mossberg shotwaves. Uh, shotguns, but my rule of thumb would be this. If you shoot that gun once or twice a year, it's great. Once you go beyond that, you're getting in to become a collector or just kind of, you know, you want another one, you want another, maybe from the gun control. But, uh, you know, each person is to their own. Sometimes it's a collector item. Certain model won't be around, or you bought a model, and you want to upgrade an AR would be an example. You bought your first AR, then you buy a more deluxe model. So, and also, I'm going to get off here. Okay. Also, I would like to comment about Shooter's Depot. I was a member, but lost my membership because I can't find anything out since the fire four months ago. So, if y'all can get any information, if they are going to reopen, I would appreciate it. And I would strongly advise anyone to take additional training from a concealed carry permit uh, status to find out and learn more about the laws because they may be different than what people realize. Absolutely. Here, appreciate y'all very much. Thank you, Tim. Appreciate it. 
All right, so he brings up a good question or a mm-hmm. good point. Mm-hmm. If you shoot it once or twice a year, that's okay. Now, if you don't, then I think he said you kind of move into that collector or he was being polite. I call it a hoarder. Uh, I, I, well, the difference between collection and hoard is very, very thin very, line. Very thin line. Yeah. Uh, I'm a hoarder. I'll just tell you. I'm a, I'm a gun hoarder. Hi, I'm Tony. I'm a gun hoarder. Hi, Tony. Um, I mean, we've been to meetings. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I mean, it's, let's face it. Uh, and, and and I would strongly advise anybody not to try to find out how many I have because that's not a good thing. Because uh, they they all well, function. <laughs> all right. Let let me let me go on let me go on record as saying this. Whether you're a collector or a hoarder, it, it, you don't have to feed these things. They don't eat. It's not like having an animal where you're hoarding X number of animals and you have to feed them, clean up, and stuff like that. And um, I think, you know, if they sit in the safe, that's fine. You know, great, wonderful. I don't think that that's an issue. And I think that a lot of the question that comes up is, you said, how many guns is too many? Well, my question would be then to you, is there such a thing as too many? Sure. Because, and, and, and I, I saw there was a John that popped up and then he suddenly went away. I don't know if it was on our end or your end, John, but just call back and we'll get you on the air. Um, that's, hold that, ask that okay. question right, after, right, after right. we talk to right, Steve. Right. Hey, Steve, how are you doing? Hey, pretty good. Y'all doing all right? Doing good. Doing Thank well. you. Here, here's what you do. Okay. You make you a list. Write down everything you might need one for. Okay. And believe me, it's going to get long. <laughs> like if you're a skeet shooter, there's yep. four right there. That's true. I agree. One one for each gauge. Now, now uh, oh, wait a minute. are you trying to help uh, me justify this to my wife? <laughs> uh, yeah, if you want me to. Okay, okay thanks. Thanks, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, if you go out west and hunt, I yeah. haven't ever hunted out west, yeah. but you know, I've heard you can get some real long range shots. You can say say on a deer. Yeah, well, here you can't. That's so correct. there's two more guns. Yeah, <laughs> for the very same thing. See, I at like, least, yeah, I like Steve. He's helping me. <laughs> I, I've been and justifying list, you for years. I'll let you know goes that. Goes on and on and on. <laughs> well, and 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 here here's my here's. Let me give you a perfect example. I, if you've listened to the show anytime, you know I did not start deer hunting until I was 30. So deer rifles was not anything I even cared about. Uh, yeah. I, I bought my first deer rifle at like 28, 29 years old. It was a uh, a Remington 7400 semi-automatic and 30-06. I bought a Savage 110 bolt-action 30-06 shortly thereafter. Okay, neither one of these were very expensive guns. I want to say, of course, now, you know, you got to get money into it and time value money, but I, I want to say I've got less than $400 in both, in each of these guns. And back in the 80s or whenever I bought them, 90s, whenever it was. So I don't have a lot of money in them. Well, I always wanted one really nice hunting rifle. And about five years ago, I bought a Kimber um, 308. Love the gun, uh, and and that's the only one I really use hunting, deer hunting now. So, do I need the other thirty out sixes? I don't know. 
And that, that's kind of that's kind of where I'm getting in. And I'm not even getting into the to the the safe queens. Uh, like I've got AR. I've, I guarantee you, I got four ARs. I've never pulled a trigger on. Well, that, and you've also got you know, stop and think about it. You've got different calibers for different situations, but you've also got some nice rifles and some like some lower end rifles, yeah. like you said. But that's the ones I loan to you. Yes, I, I understand <laughs> that because I don't have any rifles at this point. But what I'm saying is, there's sentimental value attached to that. Uh, uh, that semi-automatic yeah. that you mentioned, because that you probably took your first deer with I that did. one. I did, I did. So there's sentimental value attached to that one. You can't let that one go. Uh, yes. And then you took your biggest deer with that muzzle loader, so you can't let that one go. You guys are killing me. I'm, I'm trying to help you. I really am. <laughs> I, I, I bet uh, you're kind of like me. I don't know how many I've got. I couldn't tell you a number right now off the top of my head. <laughs> You know, I couldn't either. Actually, was it two years ago? Mm-hmm. Two years ago, Rob and I actually went through my safes and cataloged and photographed every gun I had. Um, and and I kind of made a rule then that I would not buy a new gun without getting rid of the one. How'd that work out for it, you? It didn't last very long, but okay. it did. It, I did actually sell a few. Uh, but but and I I tell you what prompted this this morning. Uh, I had a discussion yesterday about somebody about carry guns and talking about different calibers. And I was actually talking to a guy's brother who was looking for a gun, and we started, we got into this whole conversation. Then I got to thinking about the handguns I have that that I don't carry anymore. Do I really need them? You know, and so that's what kind of started, started thinking about this. Um, and, you know, my solution a year ago, if, to, to my overpopulation of guns was to buy more safes. So it's just like I, it's like there, there's got to be a there's got to be a, a happy a happy stopping point. I remember that whole going through and buying more safes thing. Yeah. I was there for that one. Yeah, exactly. See, but one thing I hate to hear when, of course, I hate to hear anytime like somebody goes on one of these rampages and kills a bunch of people. But then when they go to their house, you know, they have. Oh, they had ten guns. Whoopee! I mean, you know, if if they're a gun enthusiast, it's 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 not it's not the gun enthusiast that that killed the people. It's where he went wacko or you know whatever. Right, right. And, um, and if they came to your house or my house, you know, the, some certain person did. They're going to say, "Man, this guy's a wacko because he's got." Ten guns, which you know, well, I got more than that. But Steve, I'll, you know. I'll be honest with you. What started this this thought process actually was the Vegas shooter and me trying to mm-hmm. keep a straight face talking to the media when they were talking about his arsenal of guns at forty seven, and I was trying to keep a straight face and answer their questions without kind of smiling at their arsenal comment. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, and so uh, because I, I, man, I can tell you right now. Ten people that I know, ten people that have more guns than what you and I are talking about, Steve. Yeah, that's just that's just people in my world. Uh, and there's a lot of people. There's people out there that, of course, you don't know. Uh, and I mean, I'll never, I'll never say on the air, especially how many I really have. Uh, yeah. But I mean, it's just it's it's kind of interesting when you when you start going down this path and realize, man, I've collected yeah, a few. That's true. So, I appreciate your comments. And, and, and then when you yeah. when you go to uh, 
say North Georgia down there, and they've got thousand rounds. You know, that's something else that they look at when they when something happens. Oh, he had a thousand rounds. You know <laughs> what? what uh, you know, you shoot an AR-15, it won't take long to go through a thousand rounds. No, I had I bought I bought a safe just to put my ammo in. <laughs> yeah. Well, I got to thinking about it at where I had it. I was like, you know, there's a lot of money sitting there with the ammo. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, yep. anyway. I just wanted to make you a list. Thank you. That's I'm going to do it. <laughs> I, I appreciate <laughs> it, man. Thanks. All right. We'll see. Bye. There you go. See? I think we're also hitting on a topic that you and I get asked frequently as outdoorsmen. I get asked frequently, I'm going to buy one fly rod. Mm-hmm. What do I need to buy? I'm going to buy one gun. What do I need to buy? Well, we've had that same discussion about you. Like you, exactly. you just said, you don't have a, a rifle. You've borrowed a couple of different ones that I've got. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got. And, and, and like, like Steve was saying, the rifle I use here in, in East Tennessee is different mm-hmm. than the rifle I need in West Tennessee because here I'm taking a 150-yard shot. West Tennessee, I'm taking a, my first deer ever. The first one I ever pulled a trigger on was 325 yards. And then if you buy one of these trips like at SCI or something, you're going to Africa, you need uh, you need something else. something else. So, I mean, there's no one thing that will fit your bill, so you have to have multiple. But the question is, when does multiple become too much? When do, when do, when do you become a hoarder? Ah. we got more calls, but be sure and call in 267-1023. 267-1023. Looking to target your product or service to the outdoor community, Tony Sanders Outdoors can help. Nearly one third of the radios are tuned to Tony Sanders Outdoors on Saturday mornings from 5 to 7 a.m. Whether it's a recorded commercial, live reads, remote broadcast, or product endorsements, Tony and Rob can help. Give us a call at 423-280-3677 to discuss your advertising needs. Tony Sanders Outdoors, your outdoor advertising solution. 423-280-3677. Sportsman's Warehouse is the perfect place to shop for all your outdoor equipment. No matter the season, Sportsman's Warehouse friendly staff and knowledgeable experts can assist you in finding what you need for your adventure. If you're a hunter, angler, boater, hiker, camper, or need clothing or shoes, Sportsman's Warehouse has just what you need. If you're looking for a firearm, Sportsman's Warehouse has over a 1,000 guns in the store. Now, if you don't see one you want, you can go to sportsmanswarehouse.com and select from over 6,700 guns offered online. Then you can have it shipped directly to the store, everyday low prices, no shipping charges, and no processing fees. Don't forget to sign up and register for the Sportsman's Warehouse loyalty card. This will give you points towards gift cards and special promotions, as well as keeping you informed of upcoming events. Be sure to like them on Facebook for prizes, promotions, as well as things happening at the store. The place to shop for all your outdoor needs. Sportsman's Warehouse. The great indoors for those who love the great outdoors. Highway 153 and Lee Highway. Welcome back. Tony Sanders Outdoors. Hey, we are Facebook Live, and I see Cindy is watching. Heather Marie is watching. Pat Rose is watching. Pat Rose. I can't call him American Dream. Those are Dusty Rhodes. I like Pat Rhodes. Mm-hmm. Pat's watching. He's a fisherman. I like him. All right. 
So let's go to the phone. I, I don't. I'm not even going to say I'm surprised that Beaverman called. He would have a comment on this. Good morning, Beaverman. Good morning, gentlemen. How was how, how was you? how was Gatlinburg with the kids? Well, it was great. Actually, we had a lot of fun. There was 942,000 other people crammed into the aquarium that day because okay. it poured down rain. So that's, how, a little, that's, a, little, that's a pretty cool aquarium up there. Yeah, I was going to say, how was it? It is. I, I enjoyed it. Of course, after like, I mean, it was just A's and E's trying to walk through there. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so you just take a kid and cram it up against the glass and yeah. look, you know, shove people out of the way and <laughs> cram the little ones up front. So sure. it was, no, it was, it was good fun. Good. Glad you had a good time. The best was the Super Ninja Death. Jump park. Oh, okay. That's what finally wore him out. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, did uh, did Dad get to go over to the the moonshine place right there, right across from Bubba Gump? I, I did not. Did not go there. Let it, me let me tell you, okay. Uh, and that's on. I'm and all, full disclosure. It's owned by a good friend of mine who's a wildlife commissioner. Uh, but it's the best five bucks you'll spend because you go up, you belly up to the bar, you give them five bucks. And they serve you all of their moonshines in a thing that reminds you of being at communion. Okay. <laughs> and and so you get to sample all of it. And then that five bucks is given to you as a discount on anything you buy. It's the uh-huh. coolest thing. And when we were up there in um, last year, about this time last year, uh, he opened up the doors to us. And uh, <laughs> it was fun. He had some really good stuff. Anyway. Well, that's that's yeah. We didn't didn't make it that far. Okay. Um, the um, of course the best liquor in the state of Tennessee is made in Green by God County. Okay. Because yep. there ain't no iron in the water in Green by God County. Uh, right. I can attest to this personally. All right. They they've been making the best whiskey in the state of Tennessee for three hundred years. End of discussion. Uh, but that's uh, that's an interesting point. Hey, uh, about the the firearms. Okay. Remember, guns are mounted on the decks of ships. So unless you're talking Navy stuff here, we we have sporting arms, we have self protection firearms, um, and so forth and so on. I'm not sure I want to be corrected by a man named Beaverman, but that's okay. Go ahead. No, at least he's, he's accurate. He, he's accurate. The um, the the. The argument I always use, if my lovely bride, who's fast asleep, not listening, thankfully, uh, ever says, well, well, how many how many more guns do you need? Well, I always say, well, how many more shoes do you need? The um, You know, I mean, you, you got a pair you can wear to work. you got a pair you can wear around the yard, you know, a pair to wear to church. How, how many do you need? But yet, there's a whole bunch of shoes over there in your closet. Yeah, I've I've used that, and 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 sh- her response is is this, okay, how much my shoes cost? Let's say fifty dollars. How much does what you're wearing right now cost? Much more than fifty dollars, maybe ten times fifty dollars. But you can't put a price on quality. But 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 then she usually follows that up with shut up. Yeah. So. Well, it's none of your business. Of course, th- then it's always well. Could you resell those shoes tomorrow for the same that you paid for them? No. That's a good point. I like 
Oh, that is a good point. Thank Sh- you, shoes, shoes do not accrue in value. Um, do not maintain their own value. Guns rise and fall with the presidency. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a kind of a commodity now. Yeah, well, the um, you know, I, I had this, this same discussion with my, my father-in-law, who's passed on, who's a, a very, very intelligent man, um, but just did not understand. It was, it was not from here. He was from Britain. Okay. Great Britain. And just didn't understand the concept. Well, yeah, I, I think everyone, you, you should be able to have a gun for hunting. And I'm like, well, John, I can't, uh, I can't hunt rabbits with, you know, a, a seven millimeter magnum. Right. And, um, you know, I can't hunt antelope if I go to eastern Colorado with my uncle and, and hunt those with a 22 long rifle. Um, I can't, uh, you know, on and on and on. So, I mean, you know, the functionality of each specific type of firearm is, 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 you know, somewhat narrow when compared to, you know, what else is, uh, what, what else you need to, to do with it. So. Well, okay. And, and, and I will give you that. Um, perfect example is for out west flat shooting, I have a 300 wind short mag. All right. For local hunting, I have a 308, but I also have about three or four others. The question: Do I really need those three or four others? They and huh? and I and I'll concede that there are different uses for different guns, but you can narrow or or you can lump several of those together, right? Well, yeah, but I mean, it depends on where I'm going to hunt. If I'm going to go down to Alabama and hunt across bean fields, I want 25 out six for deer, right? You know, if I'm um, hunting woods, you know, I'm, I'm probably going to take the thirty out six number one I've got. Right. If um, you know my, my all around that, that I, I just like more than anything now is my, my number one and two seventy that just just punches straight through anything that that you put the crosshairs on. Right. Um, you don't have to track them far. I, I like that. I understand. So, um, you know, but then I've got a two forty three that was a friend of mine that, um, who passed away. Right. And, uh, I, they gave me that, that rifle. And on top of it is the scope that was from another friend of mine who's passed away. So I'm, I'm going hunting with my two buddies when I take that two forty three with me. And, you know, it's just, there's not a need should not be, Anywhere in the equation. I'm not a mathematician, and I don't know what the the, the variables and and probably couldn't do a lot of good algebra now. But you know, need is not one of the variables in that mathematical equation. Okay, fair enough. Good. And yeah, did anybody buy that M1 carbine that they had on the the Compass auction? Do you know? I do not know. I hadn't gotten back on to see if it's up there. That, that's that's a nifty looking little antique collector's firearm yeah yeah no i uh with I, fair trooper stock and yeah i agree, uh, I agree. <laughs> interesting firearm oh goodness there's another one added to tony safe check we have a problem well then if you've got that then you you need a, a ruger um revolver to uh that shoots in 30 caliber carbine you want to talk about an I, awesome handgun oh yeah i agree <laughs> 
that'll uh, that'll make your hair stand on the back of your neck. Anyway, all right. Enjoy, gentlemen. Thanks, Beaver man. Take care, bud. Have fun at your in-laws there, Rob. Thanks, sir. See all you. All right. Bye. Houston, we have a problem. <laughs> uh, yeah. But I, I think Beaver Man made some really good points. I mean, again, we're back to the whole utility of you need – there's no one that fits the deal. Now, back to your point, you've got – and I'll just flat out ask you, and I don't think you would mind answering. How many in caliber thirty out six do you have? Three. Okay. One is probably has some sentimental value. No. They all do? No. 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 Okay. I thought you took your first deer with... Yeah, but who cares? Okay, fair I, enough. I hate it, so it wasn't that sentimental. All right, well, fair enough. <laughs> then there's one we can go down, but... Well, I tried to sell you one, and... Well, I'm still working. I got... Well, I, I, if I, you'd pay I, me for doing the radio, I might buy one. Oh! Oh! Now... I've got a question for the callers. I'm looking at two guns from Tony. There's two I like that you have that you may want to get rid of. You've got a 30 out 6 bolt action, mm-hmm. which now fires. Yep, I had it. We, we had it. With, there was an, uh, a trigger problem that's been fixed. Okay. And there's a 30-30 lever action that you mm. have. I don't know if you want to part with that one, but I kind of like that gun. That one's kind of earmarked for Hunter, so you lose. Okay, fair enough. 30 out 6? 30 out 6 or nothing. 30 out 6 or 30 30? There may be more. There may be more. We'll be right back. Beatty's Fertilizer in Cleveland, Tennessee are the experts when it comes to lush green lawns. If you're a homeowner, Beatty's has everything you'll need for preparing and maintaining your lawn this spring. They can recommend products designed for this area and provide you with knowledge to have a lawn that is the envy of all your neighbors. If you're a lawn care company owner, Beatty's can formulate special blends for your customers by the pallet. Go to the pros at Beatty's Fertilizer, 472-5491, 472-5491, and check them out at Beatty'sFertilizer.com. Like a good neighbor is not just a saying. It exactly describes my friend, Rodney Allen. For nearly 20 years, my family has relied on Rodney for all of our insurance needs. He's been there when my kids were learning to drive, when my wife had been hit by a few deer, and when I needed life insurance to protect my family, as well as when my grandson was born. As you can see, he's not just our agent. He's part of our life. Rodney Allen, 423-847-3881. Like a good friend, Rodney will be there for your family, too. 423-847-3881. Are you a member of the National Rifle Association? If not, why? No other organization in this country fights for your rights like the NRA. In the current environment, our rights under the Second Amendment are being attacked every day. While we in the South may feel comfortable, that is not the case all across America. The NRA is taking up the fight for you, and you need to be a part. Join over 5 million men, women, and children who are members of the NRA. Go to TonySandersOutdoors.com and click on the Join NRA link. Don't wait too late. Welcome back. Tony Sanders Outdoors wrapping it up the first hour. Question on the table. How many guns are too many? And I am not talking from a... um, Gun control perspective. I'm talking about you and yourself 
How many gums are too many? And let me say hello to a good friend of mine, Corey Holloway, who is currently serving us over in the sandbox somewhere. I don't know actually where he's at. And uh, he, he tunes in most every Saturday morning to Facebook Live. Um, I guess it's Saturday afternoon over there. and uh, But I always appreciate that, and it's always kind of nice to, uh, you know, see uh, see his name pop up knowing that he's still okay. So, Good deal. Thank you, Corey. And I want to do a shout-out to all the first responders. I've had an opportunity to run into several police officers this week, not like pulled over like the other day, but um, just in being in a situation where I run into them. And um, it, it's always amazing how many of them listen, but they never call in. So thank you guys for being first out there protecting us so we can get on the radio and do what we do and hopefully be a little bit entertaining, and I appreciate them so much. Mm-hmm. So uh, we're not going to get into that. I know. Okay. Well, we were discussing off air how you know how many guns is too much. We're still on this conversation, and I mentioned, you know, hey, if you want to call in, if you're not a gun enthusiast, I was trying to figure out how many fly rods I had. Yeah, there you go. And then you duplicated. You said how many have you duplicated? I've duplicated four. I've got you got, two, you got thirteen fly rods. I have thirteen fly rods and four of the same size. Two five weights, two eight weights. Okay. And the thing about the fly rods is everyone has. Every manufacturer has a different feel. So uh, I've got a fast five, and I've got a slower five. Mm-hmm. I've got a fast eight, and I've got a mid eight. Now, some people like fast rods. Some people like medium rods. Some people like slow rods. And I think it's very similar to what you've got going with if you find a gun that you like or a particular model or caliber that really suits your needs then you go with that and you you know you may find a you know you may be a kimber guy or a smith and wesson guy or or whatever the case may be you may have shot a ruger didn't like it or 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 whatever the situation is but at least with the fly rods you know i may be when you said you've got a lot i was starting to sit there and think i've got 13 of these things and i probably fish about i'd say about five okay and you sold one to me yeah. So. Yeah, so maybe I need to start cutting down on fly rods, which would allow me to buy that new rod I really, really want. See, there you go. So how many is too many? That is the question of the day. Somebody put on Facebook, 42. That's the answer to the universe. 42. There's also. Um, Hitchhiker's Guide to Galaxy. There's also Brooks Robinson's number. So. Oh, okay. Useless trivia. There we go. Tony Sanders Outdoors will be right back after the top of the hour. If you're looking to target your product or service to the outdoor community, Tony Sanders Outdoors can help. Nearly one-third of the radios are tuned to Tony Sanders Outdoors on Saturday mornings from 5 to 7 a.m. Whether it's a recorded commercial, live reads, remote broadcast, or product endorsements, Tony and Rob can help. Give us a call at 423-280-3677 to discuss your advertising needs. Tony Sanders Outdoors, your outdoor advertising solution. 
423-280-3677. If you need any outdoor supplies, there's only one place to go, Sportsman's Warehouse. They have all the equipment you need, as well as a friendly, knowledgeable staff to assist you. If you want a firearm, then check out the thousands of guns they have on the shelf. If you don't see one you want, go to sportsmanswarehouse.com. Choose from over 6,700 models they have, and they will ship it directly to the store. Everyday low prices, no shipping charges, and no processing fees. Sportsman's Warehouse, the great indoors for those who love the great outdoors. Highway 153 and Lee Highway. Don't stop that podcast now. That's only one half of the show. We'll be right back with the second half of Tony Sanders Outdoors. Tighten your life vests, wrap into your tree stand, and get ready for the award-winning Tony Sanders Outdoors. Your source for outdoor information, education, and entertainment. Now, here are your hosts, Tony Sanders and Rob Pratula. There I was, back in the wild again. Welcome back. Tony Sanders Outdoors. I feel right at home. 423 to be part of the show. Question of the day. How many guns or too many guns? I am not asking from the standpoint of gun control people. I don't care what they say. So that's not what I'm talking about. One is too many. One. If you've got more than one, you've got way too many guns. No, I don't give a flip. All right. It is how many guns do you really need to do what you need? to do so um john Beatty, our good friend from Beatty fertilizer collectors items are neatly kept or displayed mm-hmm. hoarders are not <laughs> then you are a collector well no they're not really displayed i don't display them I don't... other than inside a safe yeah they're displayed inside the safe so there so, you go. Yeah, that's a. Well, I don't know that that's accurate, but you know. Well, you know. Well, I, I was thinking about this during the break. Okay. And I brought it up earlier. There's no one gun that will get everything done. So you okay. you got to have multiple guns. I agree. Now, the question arises, like you said, how many is too many? Well. And I thought about what you said in the break. I've got, I've doubled up on two different weights of fly rods. But they're two different actions. True. Okay. So I I can justify that. Um, And I think, you know, the justification comes easier when you actually use or uh, are a field or a stream with these items, you know, a certain gun in a certain situation, like, you know, a bean field, you're going to be making a lot longer shots. Heavily wooded area, you're going to make closer shots. Um, okay. And then you got states like, you, you got states like, what is it, Illinois and Massachusetts and Rhode Island, you can't own a rifle, you can only deer hunt with a shotgun. You can own a rifle, you can't use it to hunt with. Right, okay, I'm sorry. You can't hunt, you cannot deer hunt with a rifle, you can only use a shotgun. Correct. So, you know, we don't live there, but I'm just throwing that out there as, you know, those are some conditions of lo- okay. locality. So let me give you a let me give you a perfect example here. Okay. Several years ago, I decided I want a wanted a 
just a little plinking 22. Okay. All right. Didn't really have, I had several 22s, but none of them were, quote, just plinkers. So I was listening to Jed, who came, used to come on after us on Tradio, mm-hmm. and there was a guy called in and had a Colt AR-style 22 for sale, new in the box. I bought it. All right. Got a good price on it. He'd never, it never been fired. You know, it actually has a little few accessories. So I really got a really pretty good deal. That evening, I went to a Friends of NRA banquet up in Crossville and won a Smith and Wesson M&P 22 AR style 22 caliber rifle. The exact same gun, but a Smith and Wesson versus a Colt. Uh-huh. I shot the twenty two from Smith and Wesson that I want. Said friends of NRA on the side and all that stuff. The Colt that I had bought that morning is still sitting in the safe in the box as I bought it. Never been fired. Do I need that? You see. And yeah. that's that's no, I, I see. I see where you're going. That, and that's kind of how how it's happened, right? Mm-hmm. I've, all right, you get into sentimental stuff and all that. Okay, so honestly, of all the firearms I own, the only one to me that is sentimental. What I know where you're going with this one, but go ahead. Is the first 12 gauge shotgun I bought? Oh, I thought you were going to say the one that you broke the stock on four times. Well, that's but that okay, that's. Let me rephrase that. The twos. Okay, thank you. <laughs> so, all right. So I got uh, that, and that was my dad's gun. So, yeah, that one yeah. is sentimental. Yeah. All right. The one I worked all summer long to buy the twenty-two. All right. Now, the funny thing is, is my dad, when I was a kid, had paid $30 for a single-shot 410 to my grandfather. No sentimental value whatsoever to that to me. It's just not. Okay. All right. Do I, I still have the gun now? All right. So I worked all summer. I bought this 12 gauge. I have since bought multiple 12 gauges. That 12 gauge actually does not have, it has a modified barrel, does not have uh, removable chokes. So, right. so it's one shot. It's, one, that's it. it's, it's, it's a modified 28 gauge or 28 inch 12 gauge Remington 1100. All right. Now I could put, I could put chokes in, which I've, Consider, yeah, but I've got an eleven eighty seven, which is the same gun, right? That shoots three inch and not just two and three quarters. But you know as well as anybody that's listened to the show, the only gun I used to hunt with now is the Sweet Sixteen Browning I bought oh, three years ago. Yes, yeah. So yeah. I mean, again, so I've got all these guns again that are sitting there collecting dust. Don't even meet Steve's earlier comment where if I shoot them once or twice. No, I'm not even, I haven't shot him once or twice in a decade. See? Let's go to Jerry. Hey, Jerry. Hey, guys. How are we? How are you doing? I've heard y'all talk about the NRA before, and I've got a, I don't know if y'all want to get into a political question or not. Hey, what the heck? Go ahead. Uh, I'm, you know, uh, hearing the news about Oliver North last night on the, on cable, uh, getting ready to take over presidency of the NRA. Okay. His, his uh, military past as well as his past with Reagan that some, you know, looked at kind of sideways. 
Yeah. Uh, with Iran, Contra, all that. Uh-huh. How do you feel about it? <clears throat> um, I believe he was exonerated on the whole Iran Contra thing. Was he not? I, you know, it's been so long ago. I remember all the controversy, and I remember all the you know hostages being released. I remember this and that and the other, and uh, I, you know, it's like all that stuff you hear on TV now. It's, uh, you know, fake news, fake news, fake news, sure. and. You know, I'm, what's what's fake, what's not real. I, I don't recall what the, the outcome was on Iran-Contra and his involvement or not involved or well, whatever. Okay, I, I'll get a couple things, and, and I'm not diminishing anything that he was involved in uh, with the Iran-Contra, but I do think he was ultimately uh, exonerated on whatever he was doing. Uh, I do struggle with. He was following the orders of the president. I do know you have to you have to say no if something is illegal. I get all that, um, but I don't. I mean, I think if 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 you've done your time, if uh, say he was convicted and he did his time, all right. Well, he's convicted and he did his time. I'm not sure why we have to uh, go back you know, over someone's entire life and find anything that they did wrong and, and hang them up with that. Uh, right, and, I'm right. not, and I'm not talking because I'm a Republican and he's a Republican. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about just period. We do it uh, We do it at, towards Democrats. Democrats do it towards Republicans. People do it towards independents. Uh, you know, it's just this whole gotcha politics thing, it just gets old. And it I think, does. It, I think, it does, and I think it's tearing this country. Oh, it is. this country apart. What do you think about the... Uh, the way it's, uh, or the reason it's happened now, the alleged uh, Soviet spy trying to infiltrate <laughs> the NRA or, or whatever they're alleging on uh, on cable news. Yeah, I mean, that was a, I mean, let's face it, that was a hot chick that was trying to make political, um, get some political power. Uh, you know, it, whether she did or didn't do anything, whether anything was done, it's just, it's it it happens. It's happened all over the country. It's happened all over the world for years. You know, they're all upset about the the Russian meddling. We've been meddling in elections for years. Uh, I know President Obama. I mean, he there was nothing covert about what he did with Israel's election. What four years ago? I think. I mean, it just it's what it's what countries do, and and, and I ne- they need to stop it. I'm not I'm not diminishing that. They need to stop it. They need to keep it from happening. But I think it's a lot of, um, I think it's a lot to do over nothing. Yep, yep. Well, I don't, I don't know what's going to happen with the with the presidency and all these hearings and all the investigations and stuff. But I'm, I think the country has been so fractured for so long; it just seems to continue heading that direction. I don't know what we're going to do to to get it back on track and, and stop fighting each other, uh, you know, and, and and get as strong as we ever used to be and uh, go after the enemy not uh, not our own you know countrymen but hey i appreciate yeah. y'all listening to all time thank you thank you jerry appreciate it uh and you know and and we and to answer jerry's question i don't do politics on this show when uh for years i was actually head of the party uh the republican party here locally and it was the only it was purely a choice not to do it it's not that i i don't discuss politics um, I think one of the th- biggest things that we do as sportsmen is uh, we don't realize how much politics has to do with what we do. Um, 
you know, every year there's a thing in Nashville called Sportsman on the Hill. And and I watch, and there will be um, 70 to 100 people show up for that. Uh, there's how many thousand people buy hunting license? You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Everybody should be there. You need to let them know. I got into a huge debate about the NRA not too long ago. And the point I made was this. Everybody likes to, to vilify uh, Wayne LaPierre or to Chris Cox or any of these guys. Here's the thing. Those guys have zero power. Zero power. If it wasn't for the six million NRA members that they go up and say, Mr. Congressman, this is where we feel this issue should be looked at. And, oh, by the way, there's six million people standing behind me that do vote in your area. Just Hamilton County alone, Hamilton County alone, there's almost 5,000 NRA members, I think, which is kind of disturbing considering there's 500,000 people here. But here's the thing. We're going to, when it comes to gun issues, we're going to vote very similar in thinking. And if you don't think that that can make a difference, go back and look at the elections over the last 10 years and look at how many of them were settled by 5,000 people or, or less. So we can influence, and that's where the power of the NRA comes from. Like it, dislike it, I don't care. Get all upset about money that's given to candidates, I don't care. It's not, that's not, that's not the, that may be buying us the influence, and you can do the same thing. But what that does is it allows us to have the voice that says, hey, all right, you want to talk about, you know, restricting access to AR-15s? Okay. There's, you know, Six million people in the United States that are not going to take kindly to that. Do what you will. So that good, works. Good point. All right. We're going to go pay a bill. 423-267-1023. 423-267-1023 to be part of the show. Question of the day. How many guns are too many guns? Not talking about a gun control question here. How many guns do you have? that you don't need. Rob needs more. That's true. That's very true. He needs more. I need more. We'll be right back. He swears since the day he got her She's been nothing but a pain When the sun's at his back and the wind's in his face Babies Fertilizer in Cleveland, Tennessee are the experts when it comes to lush green lawn. If you're a homeowner, Babies has everything you'll need for preparing and maintaining your lawn this spring. They can recommend products designed specifically for this area and provide you with the knowledge to have the lawn that will be the envy of all your neighbors. Don't go buy a bag of something that may or may not work from a big box store. Babies has years of local knowledge and knows what will work in this area. Trust the local experts in fertilizer to assist you with your lawn. Make your neighbors really jealous. Call Babies. If you're a lawn care company owner or are on a landscaping group, Babies can formulate special blends for your customers by the pallet. Your customers will be happy with the great results, and so will you. Call Babies for more information on bulk fertilizer for your lawn care company. Minimum quantities required. So whether you're a homeowner, lawn care company, 
or just like digging around in the yard, go with the pros at Beatty's Fertilizer. 472-5491, 472-5491, and check them out at Beatty'sFertilizer.com. Spring will soon be here, and you know what that means, grilling and barbecue. You can get everything you need at Don's Meat Shop, 6408 Dixon Pike. Don has steaks such as T-bone, porterhouse, ribeyes, and many, many more. You can pick up kebabs, chicken, burgers, pork chops, roasts, or fish, and try out their seafood. Be sure to try their summer sausage snack sticks. Don has quality meats and great cooking advice, so give them a call at 423-842-1256. Don's is open six days a week, closed Tuesdays. Check them out at donsmeatshop.com, and be sure to like them on Facebook. If you're looking to target your product or service to the outdoor community, Tony Sanders Outdoors can help. Nearly one-third of the radios are tuned to Tony Sanders Outdoors on Saturday mornings from 5 to 7 a.m. Whether it's a recorded commercial, live reads, remote broadcast, or product endorsements, Tony and Rob can help. Give us a call at 423-280-3677 to discuss your advertising needs. Tony Sanders Outdoors, your outdoor advertising solution. 423-280-3677. Sportsman's Warehouse is the perfect place to shop for all your outdoor equipment. No matter the season, Sportsman's Warehouse friendly staff and knowledgeable experts can assist you in finding what you need for your adventure. If you're a hunter, angler, boater, hiker, camper, or need clothing or shoes, Sportsman's Warehouse has just what you need. If you're looking for a firearm, Sportsman's Warehouse has over a 1,000 guns in the store. Now, if you don't see one you want, you can go to sportsmanswarehouse.com and select from over 6,700 guns offered online. Then you can have it shipped directly to the store, everyday low prices, no shipping charges, and no processing fees. Don't forget to sign up and register for the Sportsman's Warehouse loyalty card. This will give you points towards gift cards and special promotions, as well as keeping you informed of upcoming events. Be sure to like them on Facebook for prizes, promotions, as well as things happening at the store. The place to shop for all your outdoor needs. Sportsman's Warehouse. The great indoors for those who love the great outdoors. Highway 153 and Lee Highway. A great way to start off the new year is with a subscription to Tennessee Wildlife Magazine. I'm Don King for your Tennessee Wildlife Resources Agency, inviting you to subscribe and learn more about the abundant wildlife in our state. It's chock full of interesting articles and beautiful photography. Whether you like to hunt, fish, or watch critters, visit tnwildlife.org and subscribe today. Welcome back. Tony Sanders Outdoors, 423-267-1023, 267-1023 to be part of the show. Question of the day, not from a gun control perspective, how many guns are too many? How many guns do you need and how many is too many? We've gotten a lot of great calls on this. We have. We've had calls on more than this. It's been kind of fun. Another good example. I have three or four 1022s, Ruger 1022s. Mm-hmm. Three of them have never been fired. I bought them for, for Hunter. That's my excuse. I'll buy that. So, how many, how many are too many? Do I need them? I got a couple others mm-hmm. that are not Ruger 1022s. 
Got some Remington's. Got a little browning. That's really cool. How many is too many? I don't. That's the question of the day. And if you need more, if you need to add to your collection, go to Sportsman's Warehouse, like Rob was just talking about, and they'll be glad to sell you more guns, which I've bought a few from there myself. My wife and I were actually down there the other day looking at a gun for her, and uh, I took a look at a gun for me. Ooh, what did you look at? I've always wanted one. Okay. I'm I ready. don't need it. I'm ready. has no use other than it's ultimately cool. Okay. I want a Kalashnikov. Oh, speaking of Russian influence. What are you implying? This show is Russian influenced every week. That you. That is very much true. Exactly. See? There's there's more influence here in Russia from Russia than there is in the elections. Spasiba. <laughs> See? It's scary. Spasiba. I, I keep expecting the KGB to bust in any time. <laughs> Why? What have you heard? <laughs> Are they coming? So anyway. Uh, <laughs> goodness. All right. Uh, one thing I thought was kind of interesting. Um, police seized more than 450 guns under Florida's new red flag law. This was a law that was put in place after... Um, what was the name of the shooting? The Stoneman Douglas High School shooting. Yeah, the most recent shooting down in Florida. So they put this thing in place, which is is it's a slippery slope. Very. It, under the law, they are police are allowed to um, seize your firearms, thus effectively ending your constitutional right to ownership of guns. Until it can be adjudicated. I'm not sure. Now, they took 30,000 rounds of ammunition, too. I'm looking at this. Mm -hmm. According to Sergeant Jason, somebody from Pinellas County Sheriff's Office, approximately 200 guns have been confiscated in Florida since the red flag law was enacted and about 30,000 rounds of ammunition. So exactly what does the ammunition do, or why would they confiscate that? That's a very good question. I thought so. And basically, the meaning of this, if any person shows signs of being a threat to themselves or others, Mm -hmm. you get red flagged and you lose your constitutional right. Mm -hmm. Okay, so that is a very, very broad term. And I, I find it I find it very unnerving. Mm-hmm. Uh, because what now let, let's let's back up. This kid that did the shootings in Florida, the police had been there forty five times, I mm-hmm. think is what it was. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know how many times how many times in that 45 times could they have arrested this kid for some kind of threats, terroristic or whatever, ever however you want to categorize it, enough to allow them to remove the guns from his possession? 
I think in 45 times, probably a lot. Because they were, I mean, domestic issues, and, and we all know domestic issues will get your gun taken from you. Right. So I'm not sure that they need to enact a new law, but they did. And 450 guns under this law already, and it's only been in effect a very short time. I just find this a little unnerving. I do, too. Um, Not as unnerving as this buggy as it's crawling around here. Sorry. It's dead. Yeah, I was going to say, what bug? It's now, it has ceased to be. And I didn't shoot it. Which I'm very thankful for, but I saw you kind of reaching back there to, if it was a spider, there would have been a gunshot heard on this radio station. Um, The, okay, let's do a hypothetical. Okay. Uh, you've had a bad month at work, your sales are down or whatever the case is, you're feeling bad about yourself and you just, you lose it one night and you just go, you let, you vent everything and your wife calls and you get taken off for a, let's say a committal holding. You, you're being held for 72 hours for observation because you were, you got to that point in your life and a lot of people have been there. You're at the bottom of the well, and you don't see the top, and you're really depressed, and you think the best way out is, you know, to do harm to yourself. Okay, you get put in for a 72-hour hold. They take away your guns. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, that may prevent you from shooting yourself, but it doesn't prevent you from killing yourself in many, many, many other ways. But now you're in a legal battle to earn your Second Amendment rights back. Mm-hmm. That's where I have the issue. Their Second Amendment rights, not once, their rights. Mm-hmm. So where again, it's a it's kind of a gray line. Mm-hmm. Very much so. And okay, let's say you're on a 72 hour committal hold. Uh, that would negate you in the state of Tennessee when you fill out the form. Have you ever been institutionalized or committed? There's mm-hmm. that little box on there. Then you would have to check yes. Okay, that may prevent you from purchasing future guns. Let's just say, you know, you just go off and start yelling and yelling at the moon or whatever the case may be. I, I don't know that that would be a necessarily need a strip of your Second Amendment rights just because you got angry and vented your frustrations outdoors or something, whatever the case is. It is a slippery slope. It is. And I understand what they're trying to do. I have no yeah. I have no qualms with trying to prevent gun violence. That's I have no right. problem with that. It's how they're going about it, is. My I, but I do find I do find this very unnerving, and I did when they passed it. Yeah. Um, so, not that we have to worry about our government ever abusing anything, do we? Yeah. All right, we'll be right back. Tony Sanders outdoors. Give us a call two six seven one zero two three two six seven one zero two three. Are you a member of the National Rifle Association? If not, why? No other organization in this country fights for your rights like the NRA. In the current environment, our rights under the Second Amendment are being attacked every day. While we in the South may feel comfortable, that is not the case all across America. The NRA is taking up the fight for you, and you need to be a part. Join the over 5 million men, women, and children who are members of the NRA. Go to TonySandersOutdoors.com and click on the Join NRA link. Don't wait too late. 
If you're looking to target your product or service to the outdoor community, Tony Sanders Outdoors can help. Nearly one-third of the radios are tuned to Tony Sanders Outdoors on Saturday mornings from 5 to 7 a.m. Whether it's a recorded commercial, live reads, remote broadcast, or product endorsements, Tony and Rob can help. Give us a call at 423-280-3677 to discuss your advertising needs. Tony Sanders Outdoors, your outdoor advertising solution. 423-280-3677. Welcome back. Tony Sanders Outdoors. Been asking... How many guns are too many? It is uh, one of those things that uh, I don't know that there's a good answer. I don't know that there is an answer, good or bad. You know, more than one is too many for some people. Less than 400 is too many for some people, or too few for some people. It just depends on what it is, right? So, all right, now. We, we, we've been teasing idiots outside, idiots outdoors. Yes. Uh, we, we got a new idiot, or a, we got an old idiot that's... We've got a... He's a flat-out idiot. <laughs> I mean, there's no... there's no. All right, when we talk idiots outdoors, some of these may be idiots. Some of them... We're talking a guy who goes against natural selection. This guy should be dead. He should be in the Darwin Awards. He should. He should have been dead a long time ago, and I'm... I'm, I'm when I saw this video... It's all over the news. A guy was trying to herd a buffalo in Yellowstone National Park, and he was literally taunting the thing like a matador. I was rooting for the buffalo. Okay, wait a minute. minute. So we're going to get out of our vehicle. Yes. And we're going to go up and irritate a 2,000-pound critter with bad eyesight and a surly disposition. Correct. Okay, good deal. A man has been arrested, thank goodness. After he taunted a bison that went viral on a video in National, I'm sorry, in Yellowstone National Park, uh, Glacier Park Rangers. Wait, wait, not that he, the bison might be a little bit irritated because of the fires that's kind of upset their apple cart. Yeah. Okay. Not that there's a lot of wildfires going on out there and they're right. they're moving. Okay. Uh, in Glacier National Park, which is up the road, Rangers arrested Raymond Reinke, 55. In the Montana Park on Thursday, Renke was wanted for the incident in Yellowstone National Park and had encountered law enforcement officials at least three times during the week of July 28th. Okay. Uh, Renke's first uh, arrest by law enforcement was on the 28th in Grand Teton National Park for drunken disorderly conduct. He spent the night... Okay, so alcohol might have been involved. On that one, he spent the night in the Teton County Jail and was released on bond. Rangers then stopped him on the 31st for a traffic violation and again arrested him for being... Drunk and disorderly. You got it. And he was... I, I'm seeing a pattern. Yeah, he didn't have a seatbelt on. <laughs> okay. So, uh, was he driving? Yes. Oh, he was... First was drunk and disorderly, second was DUI. So I think oh. I see a pattern. Ranky was issued a third citation requiring a court appearance on that one. Uh, Yellowstone Rangers reported uh, received a report of a person harassing wildlife, and they'd like to thank all the people who called in and told them about what was going on. 
the video, you can see Ranky harassing a 2,000-pound buffalo. And the Rangers responded but did not catch up with Ranky. He was later uh, arrested in Glacier National Park. Ranky was transported to Helena, Montana on Thursday night and handed over to the Yellowstone Rangers and was taken to Ma- Mammoth Hot Springs and booked into the Yellowstone Jail. And guess what? On his third arrest, you got three guesses and the first two don't count. He was drunk and disorderly? Yeah. So here's the thing. Tony Sanders Outdoors, we care. This is a public service announcement. Don't piss off Buffalo. Don't do dumb stuff. And don't be drunk when you're pissing off 2,000-pound creatures with bad eyesight and real bad tempers. Because you will become a part of the gene pool that does not need to be reduced when that Buffalo stomps you into the ground. I was rooting for the Buffalo. Please, remove this person, pour some chlorine in the gene pool, and get rid of this guy. That's all I'm asking. (laughs) You're pretty harsh. I got no sympathy. <laughs> you grab, you, you're, you're trying to shoe a buffalo. You don't shoe buffalo. He was just trying to get him off the road. Oh, Lord. <laughs> the, the, this is why natural selection works for me, if you ask me. I'm a big fan of the Darwin Award. I mean, no offense, but if if this guy, it, I, I'm sad to see he live, to be honest. <laughs> I'm really sad. I would like to Man, see him. That's, I, you're no. harsh. You're being harsh now. He, all right, we've got this guy. Three times drunk and disorderly, one time DUI, all three of them drunk and disorderly, and he's messing with wildlife. Okay. Hey, we haven't had any Yellowstone stories in a while. Oh, we'll get some more. I guarantee you, summer's not over, and there's going to be some stupid people out there. And okay. I've, I've told you, I've told you my favorite story about being out west. Um, when I was in uh, Wyoming. The game warden came by and asked us if we had bear spray, and I said, yes, we did. He said, yeah, we had kind of had a problem with that a couple of weeks ago. A German couple didn't understand the concept of bear spray. The husband thought it was like off yeah. and hosed down the wife in the parking lot with bear spray, thinking it would prevent the bears as a deterrent, and the wife ended up in the emergency room. So, You're a sadistic SOB. <laughs> hey, when it doesn't happen to me, it's funny as heck. All right. Cindy, how are you this morning? Hey, guys, I am wonderful. Okay, you need to let's see. We need to get you to move over just a oh. little bit. Well, I'll say that. I see her on oh, here, yeah, but I don't see her on there. There she is. Anyway, yeah, we're Facebook and Live. You are starting your new show today. Yes, I am, and I am so excited to follow you guys. Well, I, I hope you still feel that way after <laughs> you, you have for a while. You're going to get buffalo calls. I know you will. <laughs> All right, now I can deal with that. You're—I don't even know the name. I was asking somebody what the name of the show was, and nobody could tell me. So, outside with Cindy, the Out- perfect extension to Tony Sanders Outdoors. There you go, outside <laughs> with Cindy. Now you're in. Apparently, yesterday—I don't know if you heard this, Rob. Uh, you were on the air with the guys yesterday morning. Yes. And they were talking, and they decided that you and I, Rob, mm-hmm. need to go hang gliding. Yes. Because I'm. All my employees are listening to you talk about this, and they come up and tell me, hey, I hear you and Robert going hang gliding. And I said, oh, no, you didn't. And and so I, I kept saying, what are you talking about? And so then I hear that I think Jr. offered I've, me up to sacrifice myself uh, to the... Uh-uh. Rob, don't plummet. Uh-uh. No. <laughs> Rob, don't plummet. I, I, I'm not jumping off a cliff with a kite strapped to my back. I'm sorry. I draw the line. Uh, come on, guys. It, it's outside. It's I, outdoors. It is outside, and it is outdoors. <laughs> but uh, there's two things I don't do. I spent way too much time learning how to fly an airplane to jump out of one 
or to uh, uh, to to strap a kite and jump off the side of a mountain. It's just not my deal. Well, we're still fellow aviators, that's, so that, that's it's true. all good. You're you're ex- we're experiencing so, it in different ways. So, outdoors is Cindy. It's going to start today. Starts at seven o'clock. What is the show going to cover? A lot. Okay. <laughs> that's uh that's why I have a show. I can talk just like you guys. Um it's basically it was it's a passion driven thing because what is so centric to our city is the outdoors. People are relocating here yes. for the lifestyle and that's what I love. I come from large metro areas. I was attracted to this area because of the lifestyle, and a lot of that lifestyle is generated because of our outdoor amenities. Right. And it's something to celebrate, and it's something to collaborate. And as the, the city's growing, um, it, it's, it's just I think it's just good timing to kind of just expand on what you guys are doing. Good. But and there's also a mission. Um, art, uh, it's, there's a lot of people here. This is the destination city, but there's a lot of people here locally that still don't take advantage of the amenities that we have here. And I just want to encourage people to get outside, get active, get fresh air, enjoy all these wonderful activities we have here. Well, and, and you don't know this because you haven't been around here. The show originally started as hunting and fishing with Tony Sanders. And what it changed to Tony Sanders outdoors because there's a, so much more than hunting and fishing and though, and, and hunting especially is only a three or four month deal. Yes. And, and fishing is obviously year round here, but the, the kayaking, the, the, the paddle boarding, the river lifestyle, the, uh, the hiking, rock, uh, rock the, climbing. Yes. Yeah, there's, we've had, uh, uh, the, the bicycle people, Sorba. Yeah. They've been in here. We've had outdoor Chattanooga in. We've Wonderful. had the guys from the flight center. And yeah. I guarantee you, I would puke at 2,000 feet. I guarantee you. <laughs> if you've never seen an instructor on a, on a, on one of those, I'd be barfing. I guarantee right. you. I've popped out of a cloud at 6,000 feet before. So it's 6,000. <laughs> I was pretty cold. Too. I bet you are. Check, please. Hard pass. <laughs> so, so I'm, I'm excited that you're starting this show because I do think there's so much to do. And and while my passion may be hunting and fishing and all that, it's really the outdoors. Yes. And I think that's such that you coming right behind our show talking about all these other opportunities I think is going to just be awesome. That's why I thought it was like the perfect window. I felt like this opened up like it's, I had to do it because it follows your show, right. which is complimenting. And there's so much to talk about. You can't cover it even in two no, hours. No. It's like we need another hour. And I imagined right away that, you know, we, that we would have a lot of the same guests on. It's oh, just sure. different perspectives. And there's just in, I mean, I'm already booking way out and I'm like, ah. Uh, you know, there's so much to talk about. There's so much to share, yeah. and together we can just cover more. Oh, absolutely! I know. In uh, in fishing, uh, I mean, let's face it, fishing is a little more mainstream for most people, and and that's fine. And 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 we get into that occasionally. We actually got into some of that today. But you know, I look at what Rob has done through the years with uh, the fly fishing that he does, and instructing, and teaching, and uh, you know the what was it for the for the ladies uh, uh, casting for a cure casting for a cure. So there's all these things that are outdoor related, tied to the fishing and and I mean let's face it, we got a stinking river running right through the middle of our city. It's a awesome exactly it's in an the mountains. awesome thing in the mountains. So it's this is pretty exciting. Yes, yes, and and I'm a Texas girl. I I was mostly Dallas, but I spent about seven years in Houston before I came back here. Oh, okay. And, <laughs> I got the thumbs up there for yeah. Rob, but um, it, it's you know I I love hunting, I love fishing, 
and I don't I don't get to be as much involved. I'm not in those circles sure. that I was in Texas anymore. But again, like you said, you get out here and there is just so much more and there's more coming. It's yeah. like they come up with new ideas and yep. new ways to get outside and enjoy activities all the time. Well, your show is going to be starting in about uh, 10 minutes plus uh, top of the hour news. So good luck to you. And, awesome. Uh, Thank I, you, guys. I look forward to, to listening to you guys as uh, as I leave the station every Saturday. Right. I just like I enjoy listening to you guys as I'm driving in. Awesome. <laughs> Cindy, thank you so much. And we'll uh, we'll get to uh, hear you and your show here outdoors with Cindy here in about 15 minutes. Thank you. Thank you. All right, let's go pay some bills, Gino, and we'll be right back and wrap up the show. Tony Sanders Outdoors. Fertilizer in Cleveland, Tennessee are the experts when it comes to lush green lawn. If you're a homeowner, Babies has everything you'll need for preparing and maintaining your lawn this spring. They can recommend products designed specifically for this area and provide you with the knowledge to have the lawn that will be the envy of all your neighbors. Don't go buy a bag of something that may or may not work from a big box store. Babies has years of local knowledge and knows what will work in this area. Trust the local experts in fertilizer to assist you with your lawn. Make your neighbors really jealous. Call Babies. If you're a lawn care company owner or are on a landscaping group, Babies can formulate special blends for your customers by the pallet. Your customers will be happy with the great results, and so will you. Call Babies for more information on bulk fertilizer for your lawn care company. Minimum quantities required. So whether you're a homeowner, lawn care company, or just like digging around in the yard, go with the pros at Babies Fertilizer, 472-5491, 472-5491, and check them out at babiesfertilizer.com. If you need any outdoor supplies, there's only one place to go, Sportsman's Warehouse. They have all the equipment you need, as well as a friendly, knowledgeable staff to assist you. If you want a firearm, then check out the thousands of guns they have on the shelf. If you don't see one you want, go to sportsmanswarehouse.com. Choose from over 6,700 models they have, and they will ship it directly to the store. Everyday low prices, no shipping charges, and no processing fees. Sportsman's Warehouse, great indoors for those who love the great outdoors. Highway 153 and Lee Highway. Chronic wasting disease affects white-tailed deer, mule deer, elk, and moose populations in many states. We are CWD-free in Tennessee and are counting on hunters to keep it that way. Remember, if you hunt out of state for big game animals, it's very important that you learn the proper way to bring those harvested animals home. New restrictions are in place for good reason. Learn more at tnwildlife.org. Please help us keep Tennessee CWD free. Welcome back. Tony Sanders Outdoors wrapping it up this Saturday morning. I lost my I lost my, my computer went weird on me. Okay. All right, let's go to the phones. Tony, you're on the phone on on the show. Well, I'll get it around in a minute. Good morning. Good morning. Um, I heard this, what I'm about to tell you, uh, about bullets, but it goes for guns, too. Um some is good, more is better, and too much is not enough. Some is I good. I like that. Some is good, more is better, and too better. much is not enough. Right. I'm going to write that down for like that. my wife's next comment about my guns. 
<laughs> or or my ammo. The other day she goes, how many of these do you need? And I'm like, more. That's, that was the only response I had. Yep. Oh, uh, I, I heard that on one of the gun shows that used to come on those sportsman channels. And gotcha. I thought that was good to remember. I, I definitely like that. I'll remember that. Okay. Thank you, sir. Thanks, Scott. All right. You have a good day. All right. We have a couple of events coming up. Um, waterfowl drawing is today. The blind drawings are today. If you are listening to us, unless you're listening on Facebook or um, through live streaming, you're in trouble because the waterfowl drawings are all about an hour away. And uh, now you're not totally in trouble. You need to get on on the go. Uh, the nearest one to us is uh, Woods Reservoir, AEDC. Uh, and then you've got, of course, i got several friends going over to Big Sandy and to Real Foot. So uh, that's today. What? Uh, somebody just texted me, can I get you your rod back? I need to update my rod total. I'd forgotten about that when I loaned out. Oh. It's now 14. Okay. <laughs> and then uh, next Saturday has become my favorite, my one of my favorite deals, Sandhill Crane Drawing. And uh, for those of you that have never partaked in ribeye in the sky you are missing out and and forget the the fact that the food is good uh if you have never hunted sandhill cranes let me tell you it's a hoot it is i i, I am i'm addicted to sandhill crane hunting i could give, i have become addicted to it i will say this i could give up deer hunting for sandhill crane hunting oh i could too uh, I, no problem whatsoever. I have seriously thought about traveling to Sandhill Crane Hunt, like to Texas and to all the other states that allow it, because I think it's just, it's a hoot. I do, too. So. I, well, when you travel, remember your good friend from Texas. Ah. Cindy. Cindy. Okay. <laughs> I'll do that. I'll do. You know I'm a native Texan, right? I know you're a native Texan through Massachusetts, Yankee Russian thing. Yes. True that. All right. So that uh, the Sandhill Crane Drone is next week, uh, and that is uh, doors open at 8 o'clock, drawings at 10 o'clock, and that's at Ray County High School this year. Ray County, new location, Ray County High School. We outgrew, uh, we outgrew Birchwood. No, we didn't. Go to Birchwood. Go to Birchwood, yeah. Go to Birchwood. All right. Uh, it's with sadness that I, I say my buddy Gino is leaving me. Go ahead and put on the headphones, Gene. Um, we have um, we have we have grown fond of Gene, and and he's going us. He's going to a, a better opportunity, more work uh, full time at a different station. So I'm going to miss you, Gene. You've been here for mm-hmm. I don't even know how long you've been here now. Oh gosh, uh, I was oh, with uh, us. Yeah, with us, a couple of years. The hell with everybody two, else. Two I'm just about years. us. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's what's important is being yeah, with you guys. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, yeah, it's been a couple of years, and, uh, you know, it's a tough decision, but uh, something that I need to do right now. Uh, you know, the hard part is leaving. I mean, it really is because uh, you you form a friendship, a relationship, and, you know, it's, it's tough to – not that it ends – but uh, you know, it's just I won't be able to see you guys. Yeah, you're still going to do still going to do our podcast and stuff like sure. that for us mm-hmm. and things like I that. I will do that. But uh, I, I, you know, it's been fun. It's been fun with you, and well, not to take away from anybody else, but uh, you know, there's there's certain things that producers do that make you look good, 
and uh, and you've done those for for a couple of years, and I'm gonna I'm gonna miss that. I really am. Well, you know, I I, I hope whoever comes in and fills uh, this position, you know, will have the same relationship and the uh, you know same initiatives that you know that you guys deserve. Uh, I was a fan way before I began producing, you know, so uh, it's been an education for me and and, and a real thrill. And uh, I know there's you know a lot of people that listen that have never had the opportunity to meet either yourself, Tony, or or Rob. And uh, gosh, what a missed opportunity for them because you guys well, are really really good people. You're you're you're, you're too kind, and, and I appreciate that. But I wish you all the success. Thank I do hate. I'm gonna miss you. Uh, and and there's a level of comfort that comes with having a producer that you can trust and you know is there and and that I'm gonna miss. Yep. Uh, but I do wish you much much success in the future. Thank you, Tony. Same to you guys. Good huh? luck, Jay. Yeah, thank you. All right, we'll be back next week. Tony Sanders Outdoors, headed to Dayton right after the uh, the show next week with the crane draw. All right, have a good week. You have been listening to a podcast of the award-winning Tony Sanders Outdoors show. Please subscribe to our service to get updated shows weekly throughout the year. Like us on all the social medias to keep up with what's going on on Tony Sanders Outdoors.